0: Good afternoon. Hi. Slightly stressy setup up this afternoon. <laughs> Kate was rolling her eyes at me I'll be honest. So we're on episode. You're like
1: your dad when he's <clears> having <throat> a barbecue.
0: Yeah he gets very stressed at a barbecue and I was getting slightly stressed with the camera just now so God knows if we can actually have any video for this podcast. Anyway I'll stop whining that's the first 30 seconds and I'm whining. This is episode
1: 57? 57. Yes cool.
0: we're we talking about today then
1: <laughs> we're talking well it's top 10 tuesday so um we have one of our top 10 lists and it is the top 10 habits of highly successful people
0: Ooh, is that because we're super highly successful say,
1: doesn't necessarily mean us
0: <laughs> yeah this is what you're supposed to do <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah
1: we have some of these <laughs> yeah
0: we do some of these some of the time
1: yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah. Okay. But we there are certain things. We're all of
1: them some of the time. <laughs> yeah.
0: There are certain things we're very good at doing all of the time. Yeah. But we don't necessarily do all the things all of the time.
1: No. Exactly. No. But I don't
0: think does anybody do all the things all the time?
1: Well, apparently, highly successful people uh, yeah, do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good for them. Go for it. Okay. Well, so, let's see how many that you and I actually do.
1: Shall I jump in?
0: Do we have to be brutally honest with whether we do it or not? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> we're going to be brutally honest as to whether we do all ten of these things.
1: Okay, so this actually is an order for a change. Um, Have you actually
0: put numbers beside it? I have. I've put them the wrong
1: way around.
0: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. So (laughs) this episode might be just one big mess. It's already started (laughs) on a bumpy start. So let's go. Um,
1: So counting backwards from 10. So number 10 is... It's like uh, top of the pot. Yeah, it is. Is clarity and focus. So this isn't something I'm not very good at.
0: This isn't something you're not very good at?
1: No, I said it is something I'm Uh. not very good at. I'm, I'm not very good at particularly focusing on things. I tend to kind of flit. And you read something the other day that you said about um, is like really bad for you or something. Yeah,
0: it's not a good for yeah. It's not the way your brain works. Yeah. And it's that people celebrate, um, oh, I can multitask and I can do all of these things. But I think it was like some, I can't remember where I saw it, but it was a neuroscientist guy that was talking about right. it. And he was just talking about the fact that, um, basically it's nonsense. <laughs> you you might be able to do multiple things at the same time but fundamentally you're giving them way less attention yeah. to be able to complete them so if you're doing something in business um or anything like that really you're probably only giving it like 20 percent. and yeah. you should it's way better just to, to pick a thing to do and just focus on that thing yeah and i'd say out of the two of us without any bias was that your tummy just <laughs> rambling. <laughs> Were <laughs> you trying to look like that, to I heard it really loudly? The mic might have just picked up your tummy rumbling. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. It was like, um, <laughs> you've had lunch. I know. Anyway, um, Stop it, doesn't think so. Yeah. No. Um, so the you and I work very differently on day to day, right? So I I have a process in which I have to focus on one particular job. Yeah. And I block out a piece of time, like today, for example. I was the first thing I said to you this morning was say, "Okay, uh, we're doing this. We're doing this episode. It's one o'clock in the afternoon." So I said to you this morning, I was like, "Right, it's one o'clock this afternoon. Okay for the podcast?" And you were like, "Yeah." And I literally like block that time out, and then, and because we're involved in multiple yeah. activities, right? So we have the podcast, Smiley Booth, Photo Booth Hire business, and um, the Say It business. Plus, mm-hmm. we do some kind of marketing marketing consultancy for other businesses as well so we yeah. have to be re- well I feel like we have to be very well, structured. No you're
1: right. And I, I frustrate myself to be honest with you. I, I really do. Um because I think multitasking definitely has its place um but I but not really in the business world. I think you know uh, when when you're a busy mom or whatever it definitely helps to be able to multitask um in certain yeah. scenarios but but when you really want to get something done in business, you do need to focus, and I, I find it difficult to focus. I my my brain naturally kind of flits all over the place, yeah. um, and I, it is something that I need to work on definitely. But I think
0: multitasking works on menial tasks. Yes, yeah. I think yeah. multi like like for example, if you're going to go out for a walk, like listen to an audio book, yeah, or yeah. something like yeah. like do do multiple things where th- where things aren't necessarily time critical, financially. Yeah, critical, maximize your time and, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a difference, but I think the set. It's a th- I think it's something that's also, like, a. I don't know if it's, if it's um, unique to the English stroke UK culture, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, um, or whether it's, it's seen in other parts of the world, but the busyness disease.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, American as well, I would say. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: It's like there's this... It's like a badge of honour, isn't it? Yeah, and that's, and it's yeah it is it is it's like so it's it's almost the, def, the definition of success is how busy you are yeah. and it's like well busyness doesn't mean anything yeah. it's like the result means something being busy is is shouldn't be considered a great thing Yeah. Unless it's actually moving you towards a very specific result yeah so. and
1: it's a, it's a mindset shift because i mean i've i've got a, a list as long as my arm of things that i've written out for this week that i need to do um, and the most important ones are meaty, heavy-duty tasks. Yeah. Um, and then there's a load of other you know just things that have to be done in, in everyday life and i'm gravitating towards them because i know by the end of the day i'll feel better when there's loads of ticks on the page yeah. but really it's the one difficult task that i should be focusing on yeah well
0: the cure <laughs> i have for that because i have the same disease right yeah. i have the like oh it'd be nice to do some social media posts right now instead of right i've got to do a load of detailed research on this particular thing yeah. right so um so what i tend to do is i i I take the big meaty tasks that I've got on because I have a notebook that I write down all like, each week. Okay, well, what do I want to achieve this week? Mm-hmm. What does success look like? when I get to Friday? What does success look like? Mm-hmm. And so, and then normally the big chunky mm-hmm. jobs that mm-hmm. need to get done, and then I will literally block that them into my diary for right. Okay, now I have to be working on this thing because because yeah. I've said I'm going to work on this thing. Yeah. So, um, and then all the fluffy kind of nice to do stuff I try and I'll do in the gaps right. like around that time right. so then I, so what no matter what happens I've still got the big stuff done
1: yeah, you've yeah. Done, or you've done some of it yeah
0: yeah exactly I've yeah. moved the needle a little bit yeah, I think yes. something well I think we're both guilty of either overestimate it's very easy to overestimate the length of time mm-hmm. something might take yeah sometimes. And sometimes when you actually just get your teeth into something and get it done, it takes way less time than you think
1: it's yeah. going to. Well, wow, that's probably normally the other way for me. <laughs> yeah. I tend to underestimate how I'm, I can do this today and this and this and this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, and when I get you, there, I'm like, no, I can't. That's because you're a
0: list-based person. Yeah. Though. You you literally write like this the whole this episode is a list. Yeah. Right. It's a, you're a, you will literally just work from top to bottom on a list. Yeah. I th- and I think the bit that you're missing is the moving that list into your diary. Yes.
1: Well, it's not, because I've I've done all of these things. It's just, it's literally the discipline to focus on it. There we
0: go. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what we said right at the beginning of this episode, right? It's, we're very, because there would be stuff in here that I don't do. Yeah. Um, But we're, yeah. There's definitely things that you know you should do. Yeah. That move the needle.
1: Yeah, 100%. As I say, I frustrate myself with it, because I know I should do it. Okay, so let's make
0: a commitment then, because <laughs> actually you... Not...
1: Why do you keep making me do these commitments? I was just thinking that other commitment. I my morning routine.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that was the last commitment you made on this episode, <laughs> was getting up early, right? Yeah. When was the last time you got up early?
1: I had been doing really well. I had been doing really well. It was my when, fault, actually. Yeah, you but um, you being unwell for... Quite a while and coughing all night.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even getting up early yeah. because I wasn't both so <laughs> Yeah, it did, but we can get that so, back into the routine from yeah, today, right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So
1: and uh, snowy days and dark mornings and everything else. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, we're still for anybody sleeping. listening, watching this, and have been listening to the last few episodes. We're still snowed in. Yeah, we haven't been able to leave the it's house. It's getting for a for bit life.
1: desperate now because we're running out of stuff. We're out of bread. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting desperate.
1: <laughs> the poor cats haven't got any food. <laughs> yeah, all
0: we've got is pasta. <laughs> I know. But yeah, everyone's going to live off passive. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> random one. So, your commitment um, is to take your tasks.
1: Well, just focus on them more, take the, take them more more seriously and focus on stop procrastinating and doing other stuff, really. Focus yeah, but block on out the time. Yeah, that's, that is, that's that's what I mean by focus. Right, okay. Because I block out the time, <laughs> it's there, yeah, I just don't necessarily commit to it. No,
0: oh, okay, oh, I see. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh,
1: look, I'm supposed to do that now, what else can I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: well, because they sucky jobs, some of this stuff. Well,
1: yeah, or just just hard jobs, not not necessarily sucky jobs, but mm-hmm. just require a lot of... Thought and attention. Maybe. Well,
0: maybe one of the, um, not wanting to dwell on this too much, but maybe one of the reasons why they feel like they're such a sucky or big job or hard job to do is because you're making the job too big to do. Yeah, maybe breaking down. Maybe, yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm. Like It's like, okay, well, that job is actually 10 different jobs. Yeah. So why not just break it into 10 different jobs? Yeah, in ten
1: 10 over 10 days or something like that. Exactly. Or Make it day. bite-sized chunks. Because yeah. Yeah. It, it's way
0: better that. to do that over a few days than to get to the end of a week and then have not done any of it because it's all too intimidating.
1: Yeah, yeah that's true. There you go. I will try that. Dr. Lee.
0: <laughs> so this is how we work stuff out. This is like, normally, you and I just sat, work, beavering away, working, and then we get to the end of the day, it's like, how did you get on? Yeah, all right, all right. yeah, we got on all right, and then we move on. But this is like our opportunity to actually analyse how we work.
1: Therapy.
0: It is therapy,
1: yeah. Okay, uh, so number nine is momentum. Um, so you know that whole, like, the more you do, the more you want to do? Yeah, 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 yeah You're the, definitely. The, the, the busier you are, you, the more you feel you can cope with, whereas... <laughs> You know, when you're kind of lolling around at Christmas, like the thought of just getting up to pick up the remote seems like an effort. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And um And the same is true with momentum. The right. more success you have in your life, the more you want success, the more successes no. you want to go after. And that's why, you know, you see these people at the, the top of their game and they want more. Um, mm-hmm. You know, athletes will become TV personalities or, you know, do you know what I mean? They'll, they'll yeah. cross over into new frontiers as it were because they want oh i wanted i've dominated that or i've got to the peak of that now i want success here now i want success here and it, it, yeah. it generates that so um building momentum in, in what you do um is a really good way of, of moving forward because yeah. it, it's just self-perpetuating Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's almost like you're choosing the right gear yeah in your life isn't it yes yeah. um it's because when we were traveling i would say we were we were maintaining mm our business activities yeah. and we were doing certain things but yeah. we weren't we were by no means pushing the envelope no. while we were traveling because yeah. there was enough stimulus coming from the fact yes. that we were traveling yeah. right and i remember talking to our friend rich in yeah. business and he's a very ambitious guy does very well in business and uh he was like so what's the plan what's the plan for yeah, yeah. the year and i like, was i don't know <laughs> And he kicked me out the bar. He was just like, no, 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 this is not the Lee I know. The Lee I know is that you're pushing the envelope all the time. You're chasing it down. But But I was in the wrong gear.
1: Yeah, but we would also get that momentum because we met a lot of fascinating people when we were travelling and a lot of them entrepreneurs. Um, And I remember, you know, we'd end up having like really late night chats with them or whatever for hours yeah. and then you'd have that momentum the next day because you'd come up with all these different ideas for yeah. each other's businesses and, and that was like a really enjoyable part of traveling was meeting these interesting people
0: well people do help you maintain momentum yes
1: well yeah. and events that's why you know when yeah. you go to like a conference or a mastermind or some kind of self-development or even if you've just finished a really good book like a, a business book yeah you have that momentum to kind of go oh yeah i've got all these ideas i want to run this way or run yeah. that way yeah
0: well, and take it, and you have to take some kind of action once that motivation. Yes. Like, whether, what well, even if it's the smallest bit. Yeah. If you don't, if you just think, oh, that's a really good idea, that's made me feel really good. And then you do nothing with, with that, that yeah. impetus, it's, it just dies on the, it just no, it doesn't go anywhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's one of the good things about um, virtual events at the moment, and I've heard mm. of a few people talking about this, is, you know, again, if you kind of go to a conference and you've, you've gone there and you're surrounded by all these people that are all kind of excited and, you know, you're staying in hotels and you're, you're kind of having meetings with people in the evening, having dinner or whatever, and yeah. it's all the kind of this bubble. And then you get home and you kind of go, mm. and you realise, oh, now I've got to implement all this stuff. Whereas virtual events, you're already home. You're already there, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. so you can kind of get that same benefit, but you can crack straight on. You've got that momentum. And I've heard a few people talk about how that, that kind of direct direct link into where you were, you know, you're already sat at your desk yeah. is, is actually quite beneficial.
0: Well, and also we talked about um, courses yeah. generally. Uh, in our previous episode, we talked yeah. about the whole... And one of the issues with courses is, is people just don't take action. Yeah. And whatever, whenever you start anything, you should have an outcome in mind yeah. and, you, and the discipline to then just... Like, I remember doing the uh, Tony Robbins business mastery mm-hmm. thing and, um, one of the, one of the aspects of that, or one of the reasons why I was like, right, okay, if we're doing this, we're doing it properly. Mm. And I remember setting up all the days of, mm-hmm. right. Okay. Study and then implementation. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, right. Okay. It's going to take X, X amount of time to complete this course. And then, so each day I need to step up to do this. Yeah. And it needs to be implement that. Yeah. And, and you have to do that with all of these things. That's what that's. It feels a bit when you start, like pushing a rock uphill, yeah. doesn't it? But you, but once you're in it, mm. is that the thing you said just now? So the more you do, the more yes. you feel like you can well, do. Well, and
1: also having... I think that's one of the benefits of having a coach or a mentor um, mm. because they really hold your feet to the fire. Um, yeah. And if, when you start to kind of drop momentum they're like okay well what's next or have you done this or did you call that person or whatever it is and it, it keeps that momentum going when when you might be struggling a little bit with it yourself
0: yeah but you have to choose really carefully oh yeah definitely. You, you you want them empowering the right that the, you want them empowering the right traits in you that yeah. move you forward because what you don't want is is a well, for me, I wouldn't want, I'm not going to say what you don't want, because it's not my business to say what somebody else wants, but for me, I wouldn't want someone going, oh, it's okay, yeah, rest, oh, oh stop, yeah, like, yeah, no, no, you no. wouldn't want... I just, you want
1: someone that's going to hold your feet to the fire, definitely. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's like, okay, well, what can you do next, yes. and where, 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 where should we go? It's like, that's the purpose of those people in mind. Yeah, right? yeah,
1: very much so. So, yeah, if you can create momentum in your life, which actually some of the next ones will kind of cover how... How you, how you, how you, how you help. Like, so it going
0: into Chinese.
1: <laughs> how you help keep momentum in your life. There, there we go. go. Cool. Right, can I have a Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the, is
0: that the episode finished? <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, so number eight um, is influence. Right. So how do you... Um, increase your influence. So in- increasing your, your influence, um, amongst people, amongst your peers, um, obviously, especially in business, mm. um, is really going to help you on your path to success. So that is really simple things like, you know, just dressing appropriately, like right? power dressing, feeling good about yourself, um, feeling like healthy and presentable, um, uh, making sure your, your marketing materials, your website, your Facebook profiles, everything is up there and up to date and, you know, looking part. Um, your own confidence and self-belief will help with your influence. Um, knowing how to speak, um, whether you've got it. Like, like yeah, just now. Like I very much demonstrated. Um, yeah, that being able to, to to present or speak or, or even just to communicate. It doesn't have to be something like this. Just be able to communicate clearly. Your, um, you know, the benefits of your your business, um, your credibility. Uh, yeah. So testimonials.
0: Um. Well, that's that's also links into what we were talking about the other day about you should act as though you have are a you have a publishing arm of your business. Yes.
1: Well, yeah, I was about to say PR is yeah, yeah. That's another, um, big part of it. So the, yeah, the more kind of credibility you can generate the more influence you can have and lots of people watching this are probably going well that's all right for you but I'm just starting out and mm-hmm. and absolutely starting out is a hard place to be nobody will um, pretend that it's easy um, but it will come with time if you have the patience to just keep keep knocking on doors keep building relationships show up in networking groups and online groups and serve you know serve other people uh, I think the mistake a lot of people make is they'll, they'll join a Facebook group for example new and they'll either put stuff out about their product or they'll put stuff out going, I'm new, how can you help me? I'm stuck on this. Oh, and, yeah. and and you, you become very needy and you need to do the opposite. And like, um, I've just set up a new business. This is what I do. You know, how can I help you? Or or you see something where somebody's asking for help on something and you might know something about that. Help them. Yeah. That's how you grow. And I've seen so many people um, do that brilliantly. Uh, one lady that we're going to have on our podcast in February, which is Netta, who yeah. um builds, oh, she did brilliant yeah, yeah she builds websites for people for, for um for people well she doesn't sorry that's that's a really simplistic version of what she does she provides websites that people can use we'll tell you all about it later in the year when we have her on our podcast but i watched her grow from nothing yeah um to a very successful business and it was all just through helping people and networking and and just raising her profile basically
0: yeah you've got to be that's, I think that's the paradigm shift people have to have when they join Facebook groups oh. that are within particular niches it's um, they, or any kind of networking thing the mistake I think people make is that they, they go to these things because it's like oh you and it's it's not it's not a silly mistake to make because they're presented in that way yes. right they're presented in a way of join our group it's a really it's a really great group because it'll help you get on in business it'll help you do this and help you do that. And so naturally, you think, well, of course, I'm going to ask how to do this and how to do that. And don't get me wrong, you shouldn't not ask, but if it's to tie into profile, uh, uh, then you should you should be giving more than you're taking. Yeah. And we definitely see that in groups where there's the same old people that all they do all the time is they ask, ask, yes. ask, ask, and
1: and it, it to me it comes across as laziness because mm. when you see people ask. Very basic questions. And I don't mean that rudely in terms of like that they should know, because when you're starting out you don't know. But there's a hundred ways that you can find out without just continually asking people.
0: Well you can one you can Google yeah, most what of I mean. it. Yeah. <laughs> or two, the questions probably already been asked in the group. Yes, yeah. And if you, so you
1: just use the search function. Yeah, yeah, when you
0: yeah, when you go into the groups, a lot of the admin aspects of the groups will say, Don't ask questions of like do search first. Yeah on uh for your particular question before asking and wasting people's time um i mean don't get me wrong people like to help and people like to give knowledge but it's about being the best version of yourself isn't it at the end of the day and yeah, we've seen, not just Netta, but a number of individuals who mm-hmm. just went into those groups out of nowhere yep. and just went, they were on it all the time. They yep. they, they were on every blooming communication thread, everything. Yep. It was like, yep. it was their way of marketing.
1: Yeah, and it, it's a very, it's a, it's a slightly slow way and it's certainly labour intensive, yeah. um, but it is an extremely effective way and it's and it's free at the end of the day. Well, it's do you remember time. Stuart?
0: There was a, a guy that um, we know in business, a guy called Stuart, and he... Um, uh website uh he was another website oh yeah i'm sorry we know a few Um, stewards i was trying to work out which one meant (laughs) and uh we were part we were part of a business i remember being part of a business group
1: mastermind with
0: him yeah yeah we're part of a mastermind but we're also part of some business online business groups whether they be facebook groups and things like that and he was involved in pretty much every Every, every time anyone had a problem yeah. online, he was normally one of the first people that would respond. Mm-hmm. And um, and what was really interesting was he never really advertised his business, no. right? You never saw him put a post up saying, come and see my internet company, my no. website company, or anything like that. But everybody in the group knew who he was mm-hmm. and knew what he did. And I guarantee you that like he, people are regularly asking him for you, business. You see
1: it in lots of groups. I mean... Um I'm in the Theopetis uh, winners group. The, right, the, yeah. When we won the um, Theopathetus award, and um, there's I mean that's been going now for ten years. Can you believe no. it? No. Yeah. And, we were one of the first ones. Yeah, not, weren't Yeah. We? Um, and there's thousands of members in it because obviously it's a weekly award. And um, but there's only a few key ones that continually are the ones that are posting and the ones that are asking questions. Yeah. Sorry, answering questions and helping uh, like some of the newer people out and that. And you know who those people are.
0: It's almost like you need to have um like each week you need to have you need to tick certain boxes yeah so so right have i communicate have i has the business communicated enough about its services Mm -hmm. has the business done enough for its existing customers is the business doing enough for its future customers and then it's like okay and have i done enough to raise for my own pr yeah my own public relations right and it's like uh, because that's super important i mean one we're aware of this, which is one of the reasons. To be completely honest, one of the reasons why we have a podcast, Yeah. right? It's because we've spent too long yes. behind business, yes. And w- w- when we actually sat down and we spoke to people who deal with public relations and so yeah. on, they're like, "Well, who are you guys?" Yeah,
1: we need to raise our profile.
0: Yeah, and it's it's the whole reason why it's the smiling with this obviously stuff experience we've got that we want to be able to share with other people that are interested in business or, or running businesses and so on. But the other aspect is. People need to know who we are, mm-hmm. so that when when it's when something's got our name on it and see that we're that we're behind something, that other people want to get involved in it because mm-hmm. we're involved in it. And people should have the same thing about yourself, and that's why personal it, public relations is really important. Yeah,
1: it works the other way as well because I I um, was part of a, a course and um, it was a Pinterest course, and as with a lot of courses. A, a, facebook group will come with it for the for the members to be you know asking questions and networking with each other etc um and the the main course lady the person that kind of um obviously wrote the course and it's her her product her business um she wasn't in the group or she had moderators Uh, and i found that really disappointing because it's like i've bought into you i i believed you and your credibility and i i want your expertise and your knowledge in this group i don't want your your seconds kind of thing and it's fine that they're there because yeah. if it's a big group you're going to need help but you should always be in
0: your group but you should never i don't <laughs> think you should ever automate relationships no exactly right? so you should there's certain aspects of your business that you should automate right that, that should make to make your life easier but when it comes to actual customer relationships and business relationships yeah that's got to be you yeah yeah, and it's and that's not to say that you should try and please everybody all the time. You should definitely be conscious of your own time, but um, but yeah, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it, and it's glaringly it. obvious when yeah. your
0: absence becomes glaringly obvious, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: if you've got lucky enough to have a massive group or you've built enough massive group or a massive following in general, and, you know, you've got hundreds of thousands of people like someone like Russell Brunson. Yeah, you don't expect him to be there answering it all if it's not humanly possible, but. I think he mitigates that by doing like office hours once a week or something where you can get live with him. Yeah, just... you
0: just show up. He, exactly. he will show up at certain points. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But so... to, yeah, to not be part of that at all. Yeah. Is...
1: Yeah, so you you be aware of your influence. Be aware of every interaction that you have online is creating a, a profile of you, you yeah. know, is, is creating an image of you for people. So you just, just be really aware of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so that's cool. influence. Uh, number seven is courage. This fits in with my word of the year, brave. Yes, it does, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, at the end of the day, you need courage in business. You know, it's it's not for the faint-hearted at all, is it? It's, no. Um, you know, if, you, if you're an employee, you turn up, you get paid, you do your job, you go home. <laughs> when you when you work for yourself, as much as it has lots of benefits and freedoms, it is definitely more, more frightening.
0: <laughs> well, you have to have an appetite for risk. Yeah. You know, and... and uh, well, not just an appetite for risk, but you have to have an appetite for the consequences of when the risk is bad. Yeah. Like when the risk goes bad. Yeah. Sorry, like you, you have to be... What is it? You, What's that saying? It's something like you pick up one end of the stick, you pick up the other or whatever it is. It's like you've...
1: Not heard that one before. Yeah, it's, it's something <laughs> like
0: that. So, you, it's, And that's the concept of risk, right? you right. say like the good with the bad. Right. And, got, and that's how I see bravery and courage in business. It's yeah. like the people that you see that tend to... Be some of the biggest successes on the planet, have have been willing to accept the biggest negative consequences. Yeah. I mean, Elon Musk is a great example of that. Um, I mean, he's now just in the last few days, he's now become the richest man on the planet. Yeah. Um, but he got from PayPal, he got something like 170 million dollars or something like that no. for for his deal with PayPal, and he sunk something like. It's something ludicrous, but basically, he sunk all his money into um, Tesla and what's SpaceX. the SpaceX. Mm-hmm. So um, he sunk the whole of his money. He was renting a property, and he had to borrow money to rent the property. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So, so he was. Or uh, so that's the, that's the story. Yeah. So, um, and now he's the richest man on the planet. Yeah. So, the and and. I mean, it all sounds like oh well, yeah. Well, if I had 170 million, I and all this kind of stuff. But obviously, would you? Would people make those take those yeah. risks? Would they do that? And and that's bravery to me. That's courage in business. Yeah. Like, and you see it all the time. Like, it, it doesn't need to be big numbers. Courage can just be a case of right. Okay, you've got a job that like there's people they've in the uk right now and i can only really comment on the uk because obviously that's where we're from
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um it's just in the current full mm. lockdown people are furloughed right yeah. now and they're used to getting their paycheck and they're not getting work there's people there's probably sat at home and furloughed right now thinking to themselves well i might not have a job once yeah, furlough yeah. finishes i might not have a job left yeah and what the hell do i do next and arguably courage is okay well if you have a few hundred quid in the bank Putting that money and betting it on a new business venture—that's yeah. courage. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's that's bravery. Wait, so. and it's
1: not just a monetary thing. It's the courage to show up. You know, to, yeah. to kind of put yourself out there. And I, and I think that becomes easier with age. I've certainly felt that as I've got older, I've I've had more courage in myself and more um courage to ignore the naysayers and yeah. um and the feedback, the negative feedback you get. And I, I I say I think it comes with age because um we we um you know, you can apply to be on our podcast as a guest and we, we randomly get requests pop into our inbox. Well, we get requests
0: um, daily at the moment, yeah. which is cool.
1: And Yeah, it's very cool. Um, but there's there's been a, a similar vein that I've noticed over the last, I don't know, five or six requests that have popped in, oh, really? where people have started businesses later in life. Going. Um, and they've all been kind of north of 45 when they first gone into business. And, and I, I thought... And to start with, I thought, oh, that's unusual, but then I've, I've thought about it a bit more, and I think, actually, it's the opposite. I think that's when we have the more of the courage to kind of do these things and give it a go. Yeah,
0: well, I suppose if you're in your 20s and 30s, I mean, speaking for myself, when you as in my 20s, I'm very much a social animal, mm. right? But my group of friends and my uh, how I'm seen is very important yeah. to me in my 20s. Yeah. In our 30s, we were married children yeah in our 30s you st- and it's all about career isn't it yeah. it's all about money i suppose now i'm what well, i'm 44 jesus i'm 44 <laughs> well, um, i think the 40s i
1: don't know, I, I don't know my my perception of 40s and onwards i mean i'm not quite there yet. i am just about to be but <laughs> um you just you suddenly have the courage to share something of you with the world you know you kind of want to put your stamp in the world and whether it's a product or a service or just something that's like yeah, I created that.
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose also there's a realisation as you get older that... It um, sounds really condescending to anybody that's listening to us who is in their 20s or whatever it is. But it's taken us to a few years to realise that a lot of people's opinions actually have nothing to do with you. Yeah. The, their opinions of you yeah. and, and, and what they perceive you to be has actually got nothing to do with who you are and what you are and, and what you do. It's more... More a reflection of who they are and what they think, yeah. and it takes a little while to work that one out. And if yeah. you I, I kind of wish I'd worked that one out in oh, my God, early twenties, because yeah. you suddenly I think that's what really helps in not worrying about other people's opinions. Yes. Yeah. and because um, most people, most of the negative, the most negative and dangerous people that we've met mm. in business and in life tend to be projecting yeah. their whatever's going on inside them onto whoever else it is as opposed to reflecting that person's behavior
1: and I think for, for those for the younger members of our audience as well just I'm not saying it's easier now because you you guys have got new challenges that we never had but but one thing that is easier is your access to information and access to other people because I remember when I first started in business you you were still employed but I was running a music school Mm. and when I look back at some of the mistakes I made and I'm just like head in my hands yeah but I had no way of finding out Another way of doing stuff, no. you know, there, there wasn't the resources that there is now that you can kind of go to somebody and, and say, How did you do it? or you can, well, this find kind of thing didn't or, exist exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The yeah. idea of listening to a dedicated podcast, that's yeah, all about business, mindset, and all that yeah, kind of stuff exactly. none of that existed no. back then. You might be able to get some tapes, yeah, that you buy off somebody, um. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, it's...
1: Which is no coincidence that a lot of people that did listen to those things, <coughs> like your Sarah Blakely's and your Tony Robbins and all of these, are uber successful. Yeah, you're right. Because they, they were very early adopters of this kind of material.
0: Yeah, and also, I suppose, a lot of, like, our generation, mm-hmm. the, the successful business owners would have come from, they, they would have had a business mentor mm-hmm. or business family members or whatever yes. it is, that would have guided them through, yeah. whereas you and I didn't really have that. No. Um... And we've definitely, over the last 20 years, made plenty of mistakes in yeah, yeah. creating business and doing all that kind of stuff, yeah. which we've mentioned on, on on this podcast, which is one of the reasons why we want to yeah. share this, right? Which, and, again,
1: I think gives you the courage because you think, well, I made these horrendous mistakes. And apart yeah. from being a little bit head in your hands about it, you know, we've survived. So it's like, well, what's the worst that can happen? I think that kind of gives you a bit more of the courage.
0: Yeah, and well, and knowing what loss is. yeah, Like, when you face... Because uh, we still haven't done that episode. We we've talked on, completely forgotten about us doing that. But yeah. the two thousand and seventeen issue that we had in yeah, business yeah, yeah, where yeah. we nearly lost everything. Yeah. Where we're going to do an episode on that. Yeah. Um, but we where we very nearly went bankrupt mm-hmm. effectively. Um, they um, facing those kind of fears. Definitely, once you've gone through it and out the other side, that's definitely helped us navigate last year. Like yeah. Navigate twenty twenty. Yes, it gives you. Um, it's that there was a thing I saw on, a, I think on a social media post, where someone was talking about how a sword is forged in a fire and then it's like hammered and all this kind right. of stuff, and that's what makes it get stronger and uh, everything else. Okay. And and they were saying that's life. That's yes. it. and it's very true. You yeah, get banged yeah, yeah. around a bit. You get. It's like. Things like doing videos or yeah. putting yourself out there and public speaking and all that kind of stuff doesn't seem as daunting compared to some of the other stuff yes. you might have had to go gone through that you didn't want to go through, yeah. that you were kind of dragged through. But
1: you got through it anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, plenty of courage. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> um, oh, and just, sorry, just one more point on the courage. If, if, um, if it's not something that you're kind of used to facing, you know, putting yourself in difficult situations outside of business you know um putting yourself in just taking yourself out of your comfort zone all the time is just one of the best things you can do to kind of flex that courage muscle just being brave and then that will translate into your business it doesn't you don't have to approach courage from a business point of view you can do it in all sorts of walks of life
0: yeah and it's it's that it's that understanding that courage is not the absence of fear Oh, yeah, it's just courage, doing it anyway. Yeah, courage is the acceptance of fear but doing it anyway. Yeah. it's like that's. I think that's a mistake. that uh, so, like I used to make, I used yeah. to think, oh, that person's fearless. Yes. It's like they're not. Yeah. They just, they just, they have a willingness to accept, just like you have a willingness to accept risk. Yeah. Have a willingness to cope with a certain amount of fear. Yeah. And do it anyway.
1: Well, I told the the story on one of the other podcasts about Sarah Blakely that said the um the the process of fear. It's normally just a fear of embarrassment. You're, right. you're, you're afraid of failing because you don't want the shame and embarrassment that goes alongside that. Yeah. So she deliberately puts herself in embarrassing situations all the time to get rid of that. Yeah. And she'll yeah. do things just like in a crowded lift or elevator, we'll, we'll just start singing just for the hell of it, just because she wants to, she wants to get rid of that fear of embarrassment. So it right. doesn't have a hold over her. Yeah. So yeah, just go start singing in elevators. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Right, um, number six, getting up early.
0: Getting up early, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's massive.
1: It is, um, I used to think that you are very much like, oh, you're either an out night owl or you're not, and I do think you have tendencies towards that, um, like a natural rhythm to a point, right. but it is no coincidence that the most successful people in the world will get up early. Yeah, I think if you're getting... With the exception of Siam. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I think if you're, if you're in a, <laughs> yeah. like, because they've got an, so there's a couple of people in business we know, like, Siam's one of them, mm. um, there's, a, there's a handful of people in business we know that have got, their life is set up so that, like, there's a couple of business owners, for example, we know, that don't have children. Yeah. So their life is set up that if they get up at 10, 11 in the morning, yeah. it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, nobody's nobody's not been fed no. and clothed yeah. not, and, and not gone to school or anything like that so and if they choose to stay up till two, three, four in the morning working then so be it yeah. like that works but I'd say they're they're not the norm no. most people um, uh, normally have responsibilities to either their job or to their family and everything mm. else that that start at in the morning they yeah. start at 8 or 9 yeah. in the morning or 7 in the morning um, and yeah. But yes, yeah, tra- getting up early in the morning tra- has transformed our ability to do yeah. stuff.
1: Well, just you just have so much more of a a, <clears throat> a head. St- I know it's obvious, but a head start on the day. I mean, we were talking to somebody the other day that does it, and he doesn't have children. Um, mm. one of our franchisees wasn't he? he was saying that you know he just loves the fact that he gets back from walking the dogs and he's yeah. dressed and had breakfast and ready for to start his work before most people have even got out of bed. Yeah. Um, and I I concur with that. It, you do do feel like you're kind of ahead of the game.
0: Yeah, it's very satisfying getting to the end of the day, tired, and knowing it's been stacked. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I personally hate getting up late. Yeah. And I uh, I had a realization about getting up early. Um, I I said I said this to you a little while back that. Um, I used to think, oh, I'll have lions at the weekends. I'll mm-hmm. have lions on Saturdays and Sundays, and um, but I'll get up early Monday to Friday. And then I was like, hang on a sec. I genuinely tend to take Saturdays and Sundays off. Like yeah. they tend to be downtime from doing all the business stuff. Why the hell would I want shorter days? Exactly on yeah. my days off. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I I I get up early on a Saturday and Sunday because I want as long as possible on my day off. Yeah, you know. It's um, and plus. Once you're in the routine of getting up early, your body just gets up anyway. Yeah, early, you do anyway. tend
1: to just wake up before the before the alarm goes off. Anyway. Yeah,
0: but you but as you realise, getting up early, you have to have a reason to be up. Yes, like just to get up, just to watch YouTube nonsense well, YouTube videos and stuff doesn't work.
1: Especially when it's cold and dark. You yeah. know, if, if it was sunny and warm outside I'd be up at five six and just sitting outside or going for a walk or something yeah. that's fine um but when it's cold and dark and you, like it is now yeah, yeah your body really just does not want to get out the duvet you have to have a, a reason to you have to give yourself a reason so there's uh, you, I mean you do the editing for our show um normally first thing in the morning and that's your kind of reason to get up and, yeah and um, so I normally have to kind of create reasons for myself. Like, so tomorrow morning I'm going to do this before...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do all cool. the editing and publishing for yeah. the Smiley Booth... Smiley Booth? <laughs> for Smiling Entrepreneurs uh, podcasts in the mornings. And I get all... I generally tend to get the stuff done early in the morning that I know that I could not do and mm. no one would tell me off for it.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's... it be, And because... once what
1: workout you do, first thing, as well.
0: All the time. Yeah, yeah, because no one's going to tell me off for not doing a workout. Yeah. So if anything, anyone... Because I like to work out about five, six times a week. Mm. Uh, and anyway, most people would say, oh, okay, we've well, done enough now. It's okay. And all yeah. this kind of stuff. And I hate that. I hate that feeling that I've not done those things. Yeah. I saw a David Goggins' uh, video. Mm-hmm. He was being asked a few questions by this woman. And uh, she said to him, uh, he's an ultramarathon runner and a Navy ex-Navy SEAL and all this kind of stuff. And he works out every day of the year. And he's, he's, a, he's a complete madman. And uh, they, she asked it, she was giving him questions from people that read his book and stuff. Mm. And one of them said, Did you work out today? And he just <laughs> fell apart laughing. He was like yelling at other people, going, This guy's asking me if I worked out today. <laughs> this kind of stuff. But I completely get that. I yeah. completely understand that. Because once you've got a routine and it, and that routine works for you, I, there's no need to change it. Yeah. Like This idea of rest days and taking time off all the time yeah. is like, I think is. Is nonsense. Yeah, yeah. So once you've got your day worked out, where you're completely optimized and happy and enjoying life, why, why turn it off?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Cool. Okay. Um, number five, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> number five. It's only a list of ten. I know. Is um, reading and self development. So yeah. the more you can keep learning and have an open mind and absorbing material the better. Because, you know, uh, you, nobody's reinventing the wheel most of the time, unless you're someone like Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. Um, but people have been there before and they've done it, you know. Yeah. Um, so to learn from other people, um, it, and, and there's just so much material out there nowadays from um, you know, obviously books, audible books, podcasts like this, YouTube videos. There's now things like Clubhouse where you can just go and listen to people. If you can get in. Yeah, oh, know I can't get in yet because I don't have an iPhone. Yeah, it's very <laughs> annoying. It is annoying. Um, and yeah, there, there's just so much material out there where you where you can learn, and you should never stop learning and never stop trying to improve yourself.
0: Yeah, and just challenging your perspective on life. Yeah, it's uh, because other because we all do it. We all consume media all the time yeah. we all, we're all tapping into feeding that need of learning and and consuming stuff the problem is sometimes i think we channel it in, incorrectly Yeah. so we've got family members and the only the main thing that they consume on a day-to-day basis is like the daily mail yeah. and, and stuff like that and say yeah. well you could uh, your mind could be opened far broader if you yeah, took yeah, the yeah. same amount of time that you're spending on reading and consuming the daily mail on some other literature yeah. that would Benefit you well, want. you
1: are—you're literally a product of what you take in. Yeah, you know, and right. um, so you know, taking the the right stuff, taking yeah. the the positive influences, and the things that are going to move you forward, yeah. and that are going to fill your brain with, um, you know, the, the things that are going to progress your business and your your life, really. Oh,
0: if you think about it, it's like I know we're just on the other side of 2020, and um, and there's a lot of pain at the moment, and we're not out of the dramas of 2020 mm-hmm. right now, but historically speaking we're in the best time to be alive oh, yeah, you know yeah. the access to information is insane insanely easy to get access to and, and insanely cheap if not free yeah. in most cases so the, your ability to evolve out of whatever situation you're in right now is is greater than in any other time in history yeah, right if you the reality is if you were in you're they po- like keep referring to things like the spanish flu and everything else in relation to covid for mm-hmm. example and it's like, well those poor buggers back then
1: yeah
0: the, the, what they were born with is what they had until they died yeah. you know there was no opportunity to do anything other than what they were given yeah whereas the reality is all of us if you're if you are in a in a position where you're able to have a device a smart device in your hand and be listening or watching this podcast yeah the reality is you're writ, way, way writ more richer than a huge percentage of the population yeah. of the planet and certainly way more uh, have way more benefits than anybody else previously in history. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely.
1: So
0: your opportunity to get out of poverty or to yeah. change your circumstances, yeah, it's greater than ever.
1: Yeah, it's, it's... And
0: reading and consuming stuff like that is one of the ways to do it. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's, it's a whole education just there at your fingertips. You don't have to pay tens of thousands to go <coughs> get a university degree you just need to
0: or to you, buy the next course no. as much as some of these guys will have you trying to buy their next course for yeah first stuff just to do some of the basics there's there's more than enough ways to do it yeah
1: absolutely so yeah keeping up your reading i mean courses do play a part as well um it, but you don't you don't have to but that can be a way of speeding things up for you um you know just choose right. Kind of, yeah. yeah do
0: your research do your yeah, research I mean, around do- the individuals that are that are doing, who are walking the walk. Yes. Who are, if you if you're out there trying to educate yourself, it's like, well, who's credible? Who's actually uh, are these people actually that are selling this stuff? Do they have, do they actually look like they've done what they yeah. said?
1: Or, we did a podcast on that. It's. Um one of the late 40s, like 48, 49, I think. Okay. Was on all uh, about courses. Yeah, yeah, all about how to choose
0: a oh, course. Oh, wasn't was it uh, Don't Be a Course Junkie yes. or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Are You a Course Junkie? Are You a Course yeah. Junkie? Yeah, it's like that's... If you're going to buy courses or do courses and stuff like that, yeah, definitely scrutinise the people behind it. Yeah. And uh, what content is out there about those individuals. Is it is it the only thing about those individuals just selling their stuff Mm. (laughs) or or do they have a load of other stuff that presents them around do they actually do business do they actually walk the walk well be
1: prepared to do the work as well is um Mm. when when you are doing this reading or self-development or courses or whatever it is um you know for example i do um duolingo for for french because we're living in france i try and do it daily but i i know at the moment with everything else going on i don't have the time to Fully give to French, so I won't do a French course. But the moment yeah. I do have the time, I will go and do a proper French course. Yeah. But I'm not doing it now because I know I want to involve, you know, in, yeah. engross myself in it and properly study it. Yeah, um,
0: well, you've got a, you've got a, you've got a result that you want. Exactly, that. Yeah. exactly.
1: So yeah, if you if you are going to do a course or get a mentor or a coach or something, be prepared to do the work and put the time in. Mm. Um, other, otherwise, obviously, it's just a waste. Agreed. Just yeah. just buying it doesn't mean it. can Osmosis. <laughs> no yeah
0: yeah you definitely have to you definitely have to you definitely have to be open to consuming content but make sure it's content that's empowering you and moving you forward yeah all the time and it's not just feeding your procrastination um stuff or feeding your fears or or keeping you fixed in a particular position like when we talk about people that we know that just consume lots of Daily Mail content and that mm. kind of stuff. All that's doing is keeping them very fixed in the same position. Yeah. they're not. They're not expanding.
1: Yeah, you should be thinking about having a, a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset. One hundred percent. Yeah. So number four, health and exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about momentum earlier. Your health and exercise will give you energy. Um, and we also talked about clarity and the energy will give you both momentum and focus and clarity. If you, if, if you're foggy and you're tired and you know, you're not feeling great because you're, you're not investing in your, in your health and exercise, then, you know, you're not going to be able to do most of these things.
0: Yeah. Well, and I don't think you realize, I, I certainly didn't, um, how much your physical being restricts you. When you're not healthy and fit, yeah, it's like you don't you think you're functioning at an okay level, but the reason why you think that is because modern society demands very little from us, yeah, in in terms of physically, and, and it's very difficult to to put a measure on your mental capacity, right, mm-hmm. outside of measuring result, yeah. So, um, like for example, uh, like I used to be quite out of shape, like mm-hmm. when we did the um, when Smiley Booth Photo Booth Hire was running at full yeah. full pelt, I would just eat and drink I was anything say I could. you live
1: on Red Bull and sweets. Most yeah, of yeah, yeah. Time, yeah,
0: Exactly, and I put on a load of weight, yeah. and I've never been big, big, but yeah. I put on a load of weight. Um, I was always tired. I yeah. was always, I was functioning like the things were getting done, but I was being pulled along. Yeah. Rather than rather than pushing yes. anywhere, and yeah. um. Yeah, and you become very comfortable with um, sub level yeah. way of being, right? I just
1: find when I'm not healthy, um, I just get so brain foggy. I just, yeah, I can't think straight. It's like I describe it as trying to think through soup, which I know yeah. totally makes no sense as a sentence, but that's how it feels like to yeah. me, and it drives me crazy because I, I, just can't. It's like I feel like it's just just out of fo- out of grip what I'm trying to focus on. Yeah, and it's really irritating. <laughs> well, my
0: my trait is lethargy, and I don't get depressed. It's, it's, you get like cr-
1: easily irritated like, I get easily but yeah
0: i hate this term yeah, could, and you know i hate this term but the fed like fed up <laughs> like when people <laughs> say grumps. i'm fed up yeah the grumps it's like that and that's always so it's it's like it's almost like a sense of overwhelm it's like oh i just need a break i just need to stop i just need to do you know what i mean it's yeah. that, just do i have to get out of bed do i have to do this do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that and that's a direct consequence of your physical state. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Um, and
1: yeah, I mean, I've noticed it over the last few weeks because um, we've, we've got a treadmill in the house which broke, what, six weeks ago or oh, something now, so annoying, which was the yeah. first step. And then, so I started running outside, but my knee then went, and my knee's been, I've still got a bandage on it now, my knee's been dreadful for weeks now, which means I can't do the exercise that I want to do. I've tried to do other bits and pieces, but it's not the same. Yeah. I want to get my heart pumping, and because yeah. I find that makes a big difference for me, and, and that's been a big frustration. So yeah, yeah, really do try and look after your health.
0: Well, as I said in a previous episode, once it's deteriorated, you're stuffed. Yeah. Everything stops. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. And, um, <laughs> I thought you were about to cough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. If this is the first episode, I was off. Yeah. For, I mean, we're on. The, what's the date today? Twelfth of January yeah. uh, of twenty twenty one, and I was pretty out, pretty much out of action all the way through from Christmas yeah. through to what the tenth of January. Yeah, a couple of days ago. Much, yeah, yeah, pretty much out of action because of an annoying cough, and um, just I didn't sleep or anything. Couldn't think straight. No. Couldn't couldn't do anything. And that's the problem it with health. It wasn't COVID, by the way. No, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, health has got to be. As we said on a previous episode, health has got to be right up there as your top priority. Yeah. Because without it, everything everything stops.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, number three: um, hanging out with inspiring people.
0: Yeah. So 100%. who
1: who you surround yourself with will have a huge impact on your success. And I think we can really vouch for this one over over everything. Um, mm. We. Uh, we've surrounded ourselves with in- interesting and inspiring people in business for, for years you know we've been part of masterminds and things like that but it wasn't until we went traveling and now live in another country yeah that we've really noticed that some of our network were just anchors on us oh, um, and we we found it very difficult we felt like we couldn't we couldn't kind of go to them for inspiration or anything like that anyway but also we couldn't really kind of share any of our ideas or hopes or dreams because we were kind of seen as like um, I don't know you up there on your ivory tower kind of thing All time. <laughs> and we were very much held back um awkward. well and also
0: a lot of the relationships that we had previously was we never heard from anybody until they wanted something yeah someone would always reach out to us and say how are you guys I haven't spoken to you in ages." and yeah. Miss you guys and all this kind of stuff, and you can guarantee. And it was always like something on Messenger or something like that. Yeah. And then you always knew that within a, the next couple of messages, you'll be. By the way, could you do? Yeah. And it and it was always there. Yeah. And it was it was always felt like we had very transactional relationships. Mm. And um, what our travelling did, like we, you're right in business. We had sifted out. Like we We, de-weeded. All the individuals that we had around us in business were very inspiring, hungry, helpful people. Um, But in our personal lives, that wasn't necessarily the case. And um, yeah, when we went traveling, we were like, oh. (laughs) Yes. Because there was a gap, wasn't there? It was like all those people that realized they couldn't get anything from us anymore just stopped talking to us
1: well and the world of um like full time travelers or um we or, or me in particular i don't know um don't want to speak for you but i really felt like no disrespect to full time Travellers but they were going to be a bunch of hippies Demo, yeah. and um I was kind of fully expecting that but there's this whole world that we had no idea about until yeah. we kind of entered into it where there's some really interesting people that have made like themselves location independent careers and businesses and yeah. um on, you know multi-entrepreneurs they've got several businesses or business interests or assets yeah. all sorts of things and and they're trying to create, like, a, a unique life for their family and show, show their families the world. And it was really inspiring. And we kind of entered into this new world and just like, were like, ah, oh, these are our people. <laughs> yeah,
0: they were, they're just very genuine, honest, hardworking, thinking outside the box yeah. kind of people. And, um, yeah, very inspiring. Yeah. And, yeah, so there is a, there is that saying, isn't there, that you are the...
1: Five you, people
0: you are the combination yeah, the, of the five closest people yeah, around you. I
1: think that's a think and grow rich thing. Is I think, it? I think it's Napoleon Hill that said that, yeah.
0: Is it? Really? I okay. think so. Okay. Yeah. And um, so be careful of that. And and we know, we feel your pain. If you're sat there right now going, oh Jesus Christ, I don't get rid of four of these people. <laughs> like, I'm stuck with them.
1: Yeah.
0: We, we know that pain. We had, uh, we had a situation a few years ago where, um, I mean, you're probably talking about six years ago now, six, seven years ago but we had a situation where we felt absolutely trapped yeah. we um like completely locked in like our day to day we were trapped by these individuals and our future was trapped by those individuals we didn't real we didn't think that we had any opportunity to Change our circumstances our without business. carrying these people with them, and
1: right? our, our business as well. Do you remember physically our office was yeah. in, in between two other offices where they oh. had some very peculiar people in these offices. We were like, oh, very for God's negative. Sake. Yeah, yeah. We
0: were surrounded, weren't we? Yeah, we were everywhere we went. In. And it wasn't until we did the Tony Robbins thing. Yeah. And uh, we did uh, Unleash Power Within uh, Tony Robbins, and we we went to that weekend and. We, it highlighted how trapped we were yeah. and ha- highlighted how our future had been hijacked. Yeah. And, um, but what it did is it pushed us to a point where we were like, we're not accepting that as mm. a reality. Yeah. And literally, we came back on the Sunday night and we were yeah. like, right, we're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're going to burn some bridges. Yeah, And, yeah, yeah. and it's, it was um, uncomfortable and painful to do, but we wouldn't be set here in France we yeah. wouldn't have travelled the planet. Uh, we wouldn't have the businesses we have now. No. Um, we probably wouldn't even have our relationship that no, we have now. No, that's true. Um, uh, you
1: have to cut those ties. I mean, if you listen to the um, episode with uh, Siam Kid that we did as well, he talks about the same thing, that you, you have to kind of cut the anchors, sack members of your family if you have to. Yeah. Uh, it, it sounds so cold and, and it is really difficult to do, but it it's absolutely necessity and especially if you've got kids and you want to go certain places um, and I don't mean uh, that can be physically or, or mentally but you want to take your life in certain directions and you, you feel like you can't and you owe it to yourself and your children to do that
0: yeah yeah there's there are I didn't know what a narcissist was really I'd heard the term but mm. I didn't know what a narcissist was and then um, and to be honest it wasn't until years after we'd made that change yeah that um the we, we were sat in a living room one day, just and I happened to stumble across um something or other I was reading, and and I stopped and I said I said you, didn't I said just read this thing about yeah. na- I can't remember what type of narcissist it was because there's lots of different types but it was just specific. I said I'm just gonna read this and tell me who you think of when I read it uh, in terms of just behaving just outline behaviour. Yeah. And you listed, you were like it's this, this, and I was like, well, that is an actual uh, mental condition, yeah, yeah. and it's such and such a narcissist. But we seem
1: to be a magnet for them because we, we, we had, had several. several people that fit the kind of description that that were around us, and uh, yeah, it was yeah, it's people. and
0: it's it sucks the life out of you. People will people will definitely do that, and you, and it's sad, and and you'll be made to feel very selfish, and. Um, for making some of these decisions that make you more independent and and pushing for your own life. But you can't, the reality is, uh, you can't help somebody, uh, a drowning person who doesn't want to be saved. Right. Yes. That's that's the reality of it, right? So, um, and you certainly can't help anybody in a weakened state, right? Yeah. So, sometimes what you've got to do is you've just got to push people away give yourself the space to grow so that if your ambitions down the road is to come back and help these people that are currently anchors around you then give yourself some distance to be able to grow and get that strength and get the experience Mm. and that might be that might take you months or years but you'll come back way stronger and way more capable to be able to do that i
1: think that's really important point that you make because i i used to think that you you could change people and we've thought it in our business before as well yeah we we used to think with um, with our franchisees that no matter uh, that as long as we gave them the right tools and training we could you know, help them be whatever they wanted to be. But is that that phrase when um, you know leopard doesn't change its spots? I always mm. used to think, well, yeah, anybody can change if they want to. But that's the key. Yeah. They've got to recognise within themselves that something needs to change, and they've got to want to change. You can't yeah. do it for people. We,
0: well, you can't do it for people, and you can't know what somebody wants. See, that's yeah. the other thing. The mistake that we um, that we made before was that we would. We would identify, certainly in business relationships, we would identify what, uh, we would ask people what they want and um, and and we'd, we'd go, right, okay, that's what they want and this is the result they want and this is what we're going to do and then we're going to create this and then they're going to be really happy.
1: Yeah.
0: But fundamentally, what they were telling us was not what they wanted at all. Yeah. And, and it's what so, they thought
1: we wanted to hear.
0: It's exactly. Yeah. And and there was a, and it's, it's you had to the only one, the only person you could be sure who you're going to be absolutely certain, knows what they want is you. Yeah. Like, everybody else is an enigma. Yeah, yeah. You're never going to be able to work it out. Yeah. yeah? The only way you're going to be able to work out if someone's got your back is by how they act. Mm -hmm. Forget about what they say. Yeah, yeah. Because what they say is nonsense most (laughs) of the time, right? judge people by how they act and and how they consistently act over a long period of time mm. and if they consistently say one thing and act in an in the opposite direction then you know you're dealing with a bad egg yeah yeah, yeah. and, and they need to be cut out yeah, yeah. and um it's mm. testament to it's how we live our relationship yeah. right we've been together <laughs> 19 years
1: <laughs> i was gonna say i'm gonna sit here and wait for this one it's 19 years it's it's
0: 19 years this year, yeah. Yeah. So we've been together 19 years, but one of the one of the things that we both understand about each other is that, well, and we've known this from day one. Is like we both have enough respect for each other to know that either one of us could walk away at, mm. at one point and go, yeah, okay. If you don't treat me a certain way, if mm. you don't do this, a certain, if you don't, if we, if we don't have this level of respect into how we act. Yeah. Then, then it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and we entered the relationship on that basis because we'd both been messed around yeah, yeah, yeah. by previous people in the past, mm. and, um, and, and I think the reason why we're nineteen years down the road in this relationship is because we've always judged by how how you're acting. Forget yeah. what you say. Yeah. How do you
1: act? Yeah, that's that's very true. Um, and also, <coughs> so highly successful people. They know who not to kind of not to hang around with and you know, they surround themselves with inspiring people, but they also work on their communication skills and their bonding so that they're an inspiring person to be yeah. around, you know, so that they um they walk the walk and they they kind of, you know, meet these people that they aspire to be at a level. Yeah. Um and put, put yourself out there and put yourself into high-worth networking groups and things like that so that you're you're surrounded by those, those people and that you, you begin to emulate them.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, you learn from them, yeah. right? You the, the, you the It's that saying, isn't it, that uh, you always want to be the stupidest person in the yeah, room yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. It's yeah. saying, because it's inspiring. Okay. It's inspiring to be around. Siam Kidd, who we had on the podcast on episode 28, 29, he's a great friend of ours. Mm. He's one of our closest friends. We've known him for years. Um, and I, I think... I I wouldn't be wrong in speaking for both of us. He's incredibly inspiring to be around, mm. right? But um, but he's as sharp as they get. Yeah. You know, we have conversations. But he did
1: exactly that, didn't he? He yeah. put himself in in groups, um, yeah. like networking groups. Uh, he he went through a couple of years of doing exactly that, wasn't it? Making so making sure he found the smartest people out there and um, made connections with them
0: yeah I mean some of his some of his connections who then became friends were worth hundreds of millions who owned multiple businesses that he um that he got close to and were helping him build his businesses yeah
1: exactly Okie um number 2 uh, consistent action um mm-hmm. so yeah just uh, i said in a couple of podcast episodes now about if you just keep chopping at the tree it will yeah. fall down um you know, you have to just keep being consistent have patience um commit to it and and just keep going people think that you know things are gonna happen overnight and, and they're not you yeah. know, there's absolutely no such thing as an overnight success. You hear these stories, but the reality is they've been chipping away at it for five, ten years a lot of the time. Yeah. And you just have to be prepared to just keep going.
0: Yeah, you do. Yeah, just keep showing up. Yeah. Set yourself like an audacious goal um, that requires you to step up and do the work. Set yourself up stuff where other people are going, how how are they doing that? Yeah. How are they doing that all this time? And then it just becomes that like, why do you think we have a daily podcast? Yeah, you know it's because uh, we knew we could do it. We yeah. knew we could alongside our other business activities. Yeah, but you, it's but we get nothing for it, no. guys. There's nothing, um, but, and we knew that. We knew that it's going to take a long time before any traction, if any, yeah. is going to get created. But yeah. that doesn't mean that you shouldn't commit. Yeah, to doing the best you want. You always want to, I suppose, create the work where you can step back from it and go. Yeah, I created that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's great work.
1: And celebrate the small wins as well. You know, it's it's really easy when you're in something to kind of not see your progress. Yeah. Uh, you know, six months time, think, oh, I'm still doing this. It's Wait. like
0: the fitness things, isn't it? Yeah. Where people take the before and afters and they track. Yeah, exactly. Same principle. Yeah, isn't it?
1: exactly. But do that in business. You know, track mm. track way the different milestones or and celebrate those milestones. You know, treat yourself to something so that you can keep going, so you can keep showing up.
0: Yeah, yeah, because. Because it's amazing how things become normal very quickly. Yeah, it's. Um, I remember with Smiley Booth Photo Booth Hire, when we got our first couple of bookings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, was, it And when we very first started, we were selling hires at something like three hundred and forty-five quid, and it was like getting like a couple of people paying us three hundred and forty-five pounds to have yeah, yeah. our photo booth at yeah. their event it was like oh, that's amazing. And then a few years down the line, we were invoicing out. Uh, I remember we sent out an invoice to a company for over a hundred grand, yeah. and that was like, yeah, wasn't it? It was like it's. <laughs> well, gone. no, it was
1: worse than that. It was whatever stress we were in at the time dealing with that because that exactly thing in a big grand, there was lots of stress with it. So we didn't kind of step back to appreciate that it. moment. Yeah, so.
0: it's very easy to your brain is always adapting and.
1: Well, you've said it about the Shoe Dog book, uh, the, yeah. the story of Nike or Nike, however you want to pronounce it, um, that the challenges just get bigger.
0: Yeah, they do. So, yeah. yeah, you're constantly. I suppose it's especially in business. I suppose it's because, well, and in fitness, you know, like you have there's a lot of work. Mm. There's a there's a it's a lot of there's a lot of pain that and that goes into creating the result. Yeah. And before you start the journey, you have no idea how much pain and effort is required yeah. to get the result. Yeah. So by the time you get the other side, mm. you are a bit like
1: oh, that hurt, oh, that, that was
0: tiring, <laughs> or whatever it is, whatever you're doing. Yeah. So once you get the reward, it's like, well, damn right, I deserve that because yeah. it was this. But a lot of the
1: time in business, you don't get the reward. Well, you do. I mean, you get the monetary or you get the whatever, but you don't see that because you're looking at the next thing.
0: Yeah, you're always going, running yeah. after the next. See? Yeah, you're right. You have to celebrate. Yeah, You have to. Yeah, milestones are really important because your your motivation and your gratitude and... I mean, we're lucky because we have each other.
1: Yeah,
0: like, we we're always kind of recognising when one of the other does. But you're see.
1: you're better at it than I am because I tend to be like, oh, we haven't done this yet, and yeah, and you're but yeah, but look where we were this time last year or yeah, something. Exactly. Is you're you're better at seeing that than I am. I, I tend to see the where we're not, whereas where yeah. where we have been. So and that really helps with the momentum as well to yeah. have those little small wins. Well, it's
0: important. To, I think it is. Is if you can find somebody a uh, sounding board. That you can just, or a group or something where you can just bounce those wins off that can kind of help you celebrate. Yeah. I think we're, again, we're lucky that we have each other in that respect yeah. so where we can go, well, didn't we do well? Or, <laughs> yeah. or, or that sucks, or whatever it is, yeah. but we can do that. But so we haven't necessarily needed those groups, but I think joining a business group or, or something like that is yeah. quite useful. Yeah, oh, um, absolutely,
1: absolutely. Um, and the last one on that same um, note really is positive mindset. Um, that is the. It, Trumps all of the others. Really, yeah. you have to cultivate um, a positive mindset as best you can. Um, you know it is tough, and it's especially tough at the moment. Um, yeah, it's a business. lot of fear out there. Absolutely. Um, but believing in yourself, having faith, which is Lee's word for the for coming year. Yeah. Um, it, that it that if you just keep showing up, the consistent action, and you keep building that momentum, um, that it will all kind of come good in the end.
0: Well, I think the way you phrase that is also really important. Where you said um, you have to cultivate a positive mindset. Mm. You're not born with a. Well, you might be actually. You probably <laughs> are born with a positive mindset, but as an adult, you have to work at reinforcing a positive yes. mindset. You, you, it's it's not something where it just happens. And if anything, if you're being beaten down right now by life and everything else, when you wake up tomorrow morning, you'll be in a negative mindset. Yeah. Because that's. Because your body wants, your body and your brain wants to keep you sheltered and safe. If you, the safest place might be under the quilt, yeah, <laughs> under the duvet. Yeah. It's like, why do I need to go out there and put myself out there? But that doesn't move you forward. That doesn't help you. So you have to constantly work on building that positive mindset. Yeah, and trying
1: trying to cut out the negative. I, I saw a post. Um recently in, in a business group that I'm in, um, where it was one of the, the leaders of the group was saying, is anyone else feeling the same as me? I've, I'm finding it really difficult to kind of get motivated this year. And normally I, I'm, you know, running into January with a 100 miles an hour and really kind of looking forward to the year. And I just I'm just a bit. Nye. And so many people commented the same. And it's obviously because of what we've, we've all kind of been through over 2020 and and the fact that we're still not quite out of it, I think it is affecting everybody as well as the usual kind of January blues that you get. Um, and he, it, it, so many people were just saying the same thing, and but
0: you have to create a bubble for yourself, yeah. Because uh, I had this conversation with, um, funny enough, I had this conversation with my father yesterday. Mm. He was because his he's, uh health isn't fantastic, and the UK has currently gone into a really severe lockdown. There's a lot of negative press about the number of deaths happening every day and all this kind of stuff, and and I was saying to him yesterday when he was. I, it's the first I heard of any of it mm. because one, I wasn't very well. Mm. So I, wasn't, I, I don't generally tend to consume mainstream media anyway. I avoid all conspiracy theory mm. stuff. So none of my YouTube that I watch or anything mm. like that, if anything, all my YouTube is all about either business or cars, cars. Or, <laughs> or, yeah, fitness. or fitness and stuff like that. So that's all I ever see on there. So I don't see anything like COVID stuff anyway. I don't read any newspapers. I generally tend to avoid all that kind of stuff. So all the drama that had happened since the first of January had completely passed me by until I got on the phone to him yesterday and he was kind of filling me in a little. And I said to him, I said, at the end of the conversation after you film it, I said, Is there anything I can do about any of it? And he said, Well, no. And I said, Well, I'll carry on as I am then. I'll yeah. carry on in my bubble. You know, I'm um, we're working hard to, to build something that's um, that's gonna help people and is optimistic and we're building business yeah. and everything else, having faith. Yeah. that the work will come good in the end, uh, because how does it help tuning into all of that stuff? Yeah. It doesn't help yeah. anybody. If I can listen to it and I can do something to influence a change or help somebody, because they're fine. Mm. But when I went through it with him and he like, there's nothing you can do. Like, well, no. I, don't need to, I don't need to be tuned up to it then. No,
1: exactly. I'll
0: tap into it every week or two, for yeah. a, just dip my toe in the water just to see, right, how bad is it?
1: Yeah.
0: Bad. <laughs> or when you need to,
1: you know. I mean obviously we've got, as you've just said, your dad, but we've got family in the UK and yeah. you know, if something specifically is concerning them and we need to be aware and involved, then we will be. But yeah, if it's if it's not, yeah, What what does um Stephen Covey say about your circle of concern and your yeah, Circle, of, circle of, influence? of
0: influence, yeah, focus on your circle of influence not your circle of concern. So your circle of influence is literally everything that you can directly influence. And and anything outside of what you can directly influence is your circle of concern. And that's one of the reasons why the pandemic has been so problematic Mm. is because it all sits in our circle of concern. Mm. Even to the point of like even on a local level, when you go into the supermarket or whatever it is, it's like well yeah. you can't see the bloody disease, yeah. you Can't do you can't do anything about it if it's around anything else. So it very much sits in circular concern. Yeah. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to be irresponsible. So anybody that's listening and watching is thinking, "Oh Lee, you're just you're just ignoring everybody, all your loved ones, and everything." Else. I speak to my family daily, yeah. like, uh, I, uh, to check they're okay, and if there's a red flag that they raise, then mm-hmm. we'll move. Head in high water just to just help them out, yeah. You know, but that doesn't mean I necessarily have to be tuned into mainstream media yeah. or conspiracies or whatever it is. That's not going to help them. No. That doesn't that doesn't move the needle in terms of. Well, you have to
1: protect your own mindset. You know, we, as you say, we've we've been affected um, in a big way in our business, and oh, we're, we're needing to rebuild and build new things and just generally move forward um, for us for our franchisees for our kids. Um, And so, you you know, we have a responsibility to keep our own mindset. Because if we're we're sitting there crying in the corner, we're not going to be helping anybody. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and and I think that's our approach to all of it, right? It's like, I I think it's irresponsible to consume certain... to become aware of certain things going on without taking action. Mm. It was one of the reasons why we took the view of not reading national press mm-hmm. every day. You know, mm-hmm. and we just took that decision years ago. Partly because I felt like it was it was form it was it was being used by me as a form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh there was a big train crash. Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's like while well, I drink my coffee in the morning. And I yeah. was like, that didn't feel good for the soul. Yeah. Like, that that suddenly became a, almost like a form of like passing the time. Yeah. and um, and also like hearing, oh, this this particular thing is going wrong over here, like politically or whatever it is. So, like, well, if I'm not going to take political action,
1: yeah,
0: to to do anything about it, why? What's the point?
1: Yeah,
0: you know, it's like, by all means, go do your research, and if if something's important to you, do the research, but take action. Yeah, don't just consume things because uh, you think it's some form. It's a way of passing the time because it's having an effect on your mental state and your productivity and everything else. Mm. So yeah and you're way more able to influence the change when you are financially independent um emotionally balanced optimistic yeah. intelligent yeah. you know and and then can take a, take a, a direct view and influence the change yes. you're not in that position when you're pov- you're poor yeah negative yeah. depressed yeah
1: yeah, yeah. you can't influence any
0: change in those yeah. situations or you're
1: just joining the whining, really, aren't you? You're just yeah. You're, what, what have you said before? Misery begets misery. Just, it does just begin. Joining yeah, out. you're you're becoming the problem and not the solution.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I've, we've had several people reach out to us over over this whole crisis, and all they really wanted to do, and I get it. They've it's kind of there's this concept just want to talk of, about how
1: awful it is. Yeah. Yeah,
0: because there's this idea that okay, uh, uh, like you can share the burden, but you're not sharing the burden. Yeah. You know, like sharing the burden is okay I've got a problem I don't know how to deal with it yeah right okay so let's work on a solution yeah, for that yeah, problem yeah 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 definitely but just moaning about something
1: yeah
0: and to somebody else all you're doing it's like a it's like a grease that gets on <laughs> you do you know what I mean yeah it's like yeah. you feel like afterwards when someone's had a good old dumping on you of negativity you yeah. come away and you're like oh just yeah and you can hear it like we've both been on the, the other side of the sofa when someone else Yes, it's been on a call to one of us, and you can hear it in their tone. You can hear how
1: they're influenced by the media. You can in what mm. they're saying. Um, you know, you you can. We're
0: having a moan about people having a moan, by the way. I
1: know <laughs> that's true, but you can, you can hear that, and it's it's you just want you just <clears throat> kind of want to say, please stop listening to that. You know, please just yeah, just, find, see, just go find something positive. To if it. there's
0: ever been a point in time in your life where you should be selfish about your mindset income generation productivity health all of those things it's now yeah because it's the only way you're going to bloody survive the next 12 months if it's any if these next 12 months are anything like the previous 12 yeah like you need to be the most optimized strong yeah. optimistic person out there
1: and selfish i think a lot of people um mistake that term sometimes because it, it doesn't mean all about you and your ego it, it's it's kind of filling your cup first so that you can then help others yeah um and, and i think that there's a this big misconstruction with with selfish um that it's that it's a negative term and it doesn't necessarily need to be it's as, as i say it's about making sure that that you've got your shit together for want of yeah. a better phrase so that you can then help everybody else well
0: and there's and it yeah, because you don't know who you're dealing with. Yeah. Like even the, even if they're family members or whatever it is and you've obviously known them all your life and everything else, you don't really know what you're dealing with until you're apart from them and you can review it from a distance. Yeah. And we've definitely found that with relationships that we've, we've had for years. And it's not until we've been both geographically and in time far enough away from those relationships where we've gone,
1: oh, yeah
0: that's what that was and when you're close to it you don't realize but sometimes um, people just want to moan and drag you down and keep you small and keep mm. you trapped because it makes them makes them in some way shape or form feel better mm. than that but that doesn't help you it doesn't it, and ultimately it doesn't help them no so
1: so quick recap of the top 10 okay clarity and focus um, we're m-
0: quite quite good at that I was gonna see if we it. Okay. Alright, fifty fifty on that
1: one. <laughs> Momentum.
0: We're quite good at that one. Yeah.
1: Influence. Uh, getting there. We're working on that one. Working on it. Courage. Yeah, we're good at that. Getting up early.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're
1: getting back we're
0: into get, that. Yeah, getting back into that now. Uh
1: reading and self development. We're both good at that one. Yeah. Health and exercise. Good at that. Um, Hanging out with inspiring people, like raising a network, communication, bonding, etc. Yeah. Get at that. Um, consistent action um, and patience and cultivating a positive mindset. And just reading all of this, I've realised that you're better at some of these than me. <laughs> so I need to step up. <laughs> I was thinking health least better at that than me. Mm-hmm. Getting up early at least better than that me. <laughs> <laughs> am I better at any of these than you? I don't think I am.
0: I'm not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe consistent action do you think no yeah. <laughs> oh
0: you're you're better at paperwork
1: uh, that's not on my list no
0: <laughs> i'm useless at any kind of paperwork
1: yeah i don't think any highly successful people are good at paperwork. yeah
0: but i'm not yeah but i do all of these things but i'm not highly successful yet well, that's true uh, yet neither is it yet but christ <laughs> it depends on what your definition of success is if surviving 2020 was still having businesses and still having a roof over your head, that could be deemed by many success. Yeah, you know? that's true. So, um, yeah, there's, there's levels to everything. Well, but,
1: success, that, that is an important point, that success, uh, success is subjective. Because yeah. that's, that's what I, I very much want to champion in this podcast, is that everybody's on their own journey and yeah. life is about enjoying the journey. Um, so many kind of success gurus out there advocate this, do this, and you'll you'll get millions, and then yeah. life will be fine. And and I, I think that's a really oversimplistic, untruthful message because yeah. it's not that it's not really easy to do that. Um, and even if you do do that, it doesn't mean that you're going to be happy. So it's it's all about enjoying the journey that you're on.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I mean, I know we've said like result is that work for to result and that's important in terms of of the journey it is but you've got to enjoy the process and the journey of day i mean we genuinely love what we do yeah you know i love doing this episode like these episodes each day i love doing the work we do with smiley booth and the work we do with say it and i love doing the work that we do as uh for consultancy work for the marketing side for other companies um and we get to the end of our day and but, where we live and the,
1: yeah. the balance that we have with the kids and the Yeah, school.
0: that's success. Just yeah. because we haven't got hundreds of millions in the bank account, that yeah. it's there's plenty of people that do have that that are very unhappy. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you're right, it is subjective. Yes. And it's and it's not necessarily always about a monetary amount. No. Um in fact in most times it's not about a monetary result. No. Um because the reality is once your basic needs are met shelter food and yeah. everything else yeah it's like then it's just optimization isn't it yeah so.
1: exactly so i hope that was a useful episode <laughs>
0: hopefully yeah. let, let
1: us know in the comments how many of the the 10 that you have or and what ones you need to work and i'll be interested to know <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: you've made me sound like i'm great at all of no, these things no, no, no. i'm like just i'm kind of okay on Maybe m- many of them three or four <laughs> three or four <laughs> no,
1: yeah right well have a good day all. see you tomorrow bye